Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You are listening to Steel Talk, and I am your host, Geraldine Steele, and my first guest tonight is Kelly Grosslogs. And if you haven't heard of her, let me tell you about her. Uh, to say many people are struggling with grief and loss these days is definitely an understatement. From the loss of loved ones to the horrific tragedies happening across our country and the world, not to mention many people are still dealing with the impact of the pandemic. Well, Kelly is a nationally known grief expert, speaker, and author based right here in the Twin Cities with more than 25 years of experience working in oncology, end of life, and grief counseling. She is known for her conversations with Kelly, interactive speaking engagements to alleviate the suffering of those experiencing deep loss, exploring grief and loss, as well as hope, resilience, and peace. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, Gerilyn, what an honor. It's such a great honor to be here, and thank you for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. Okay, so COVID is still raging a bit. Um, Some states are starting Mm -hmm. to see an increase. Many of us are tired of it, yet many of us are going forward. I think lifting the the rules and and how we should live or wear masks or get, you know, vaccinated or new boosters, whatever it is, it seems to be working. People are starting to calm down. Are you seeing that? Well, what's interesting is um, in my field as a grief therapist, I am dealing a lot with, yes, people are ready to move on, but where I, where I work is with the people that remain impacted by it, even if their loss happened in 2020. We are, we're having what I would call kind of this delayed reaction in terms of our grief, our loss, our trauma. And so for those of us that work in the field of grief and loss, I think for many people, it does feel like people are moving on, but I'm really holding the space for the people that, you know, their lives have been impacted more than they need to get a vaccine or they need to wear masks or they need to social distance. These are the the people I'm working with have been deeply impacted either from a death from COVID or a job loss, or they've had somebody in their family die during COVID, which we all know looked very different than prior to the pandemic. So yes, and in one hand, part of us is moving on. And then there's, there's a whole community here um, in our country that are dealing with their own significant losses complicated by all the, the turmoil and the trauma that's going on in our country. 
Mm-hmm. You know, here's the thing for me. I noticed that we have um, been able to adapt to all of the death that happened here. Um, many of us mm-hmm. grieved from those loved ones or dear friends or even coworkers, um, and we knew that we lost people. I don't know anyone that didn't lose someone that was very dear right. to them. Um, I know that acknowledging that we have and are all experiencing grief and loss is very important. If we don't acknowledge it, then we don't realize that we have it as deeply as we do. So what should we do in order to help ourselves to understand that we are all experiencing this and that it's okay to do it and and then how to do it to make sure that you get it out of your system as much as possible. So I like what word you used, which is acknowledge. Um, there, there is in many of us are familiar with five stages of grief, and one of the stages is acceptance. And truly, as we as we lean in more to our grief, we realize that asking people to accept some of these horrific losses is um, unbearable and not even really appropriate. So we, we ask that, and we work, um, I work with people on, can you acknowledge it? Can you acknowledge that this loss happened? Can you acknowledge and embrace what it has and how it has impacted your life? And to know that there's not a timeline on grief, that really if you've lost somebody that you love and you've been very close to them, I, I often say one of my taglines is that when you love deeply, you will grieve deeply. And if you've spent a good amount of time loving somebody and attached to somebody, you will spend the rest of your life integrating that loss. And so one of the most beautiful ways is to acknowledge, is to say the name of the person, is to write about them, is to donate to a charity in their honor, but keeping them alive in the best way that you can through stories, through talking about them, Gerilyn, with, the, with COVID deaths, one of the things that I'm really working with people on, because what has become so much the focus is that they died from COVID and that we're forgetting that these people also had this life prior to their death. And so working with families to also remember the life of the person and not that they're just a number in our statistics and in our, our reports that come out about Yes, they died of COVID. There are a lot of complications with people who have died from COVID in terms of the grief. But please, if you're listening to this and you've had a family member die from COVID, it's really important that you also honor their life and not just how they died. Okay, so we learned some of this um, right in the middle of COVID. Um, We knew that 2021, I'm sorry, 2020 was very difficult. We didn't know which way to go, left or right. And then 2021 Mm -hmm. came and there was a bigger, better understanding of this whole pandemic and what each of us are going through, not just our American families and our our American friends. We're talking throughout the world. There were people on on social media that were from all over the world saying, I'm so sorry if you lost someone. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about you. I've lost someone. So we had a chance to have um, very interesting, strange even um, relationships with people we don't even know, but we had that one thing in common, that we lost someone and we are grieving that someone. Where are we today? Well, I think um, I I would like to see us um, embrace a little bit more of that. I think you're absolutely right. I, I think we 
we we bonded with the world in a lot of ways because we were going through it. Now we have pandemic fatigue. We have grief fatigue. We have a lot of um, things that, you know, we're, we're tired of and it's understandable, mm -hmm. but I would love to go back to those times where we reached our hands out to people we didn't know um, metaphorically and held that space for them. And you didn't see, you know, I mean, Obviously, on social media platforms and different things, there can be a lot of hatred and a lot of judgment and those things. But it was like we were in this together in the beginning. And and you're right. And whether you lost somebody or not, your life was impacted by the pandemic. And it was kind of a it gave me hope in humanity. I think some of that remains. I will also say that, unfortunately, we are. Um, we are really, you know, saturated every day with unfortunate things that happen. Uvalde, Buffalo, all the different things that are happening. And again, compounding that on top of what we're already have been through in the last couple of years, it's a lot for us. So to be very mindful and to kind of go back to, I'm really working in my own life to kind of go back to, okay, we had to be very intentional about connection in the beginning of this pandemic and in 2020, 2021, and not just physical connection, but really reaching out to people. And I hope, I hope that we can get some of that back um, and not lose some of those things that we gained in terms of that while when we realized we weren't able to connect with people, it became very important to connect with people. And, you know, because we realized how much that mattered in life. You know, I don't know if it would have been different as an epidemic, but as a pandemic, um, each of us, mm -hmm. I believe, Americans specifically, have really learned how to see through the grief, how to see, you know, the joy of that person, uh, the love of that person. We concentrate more on positive things, at least I do, more so today, mm -hmm. um, now that we feel as though we are nearing the end. Of course, we're hearing the surge mm -hmm. happening, but we, most of us feel as though it will be over soon. So if we're trying to move forward, um, how in the world do we begin? Yeah, well, it's going to look different for everyone, right? So, um, again, I, I think moving, moving forward doesn't have to mean we forget what we've been through. I think we, it, it's not an either-or situation. It's a both-and situation. It's both we remember what we've been through as a country, we remember um, the struggles that maybe we had, and we take those and we use those things, those learnings that we have, whether it's gratitude, whether it's forgiveness, whatever that may be, and we use those as we walk forward because we, we are moving forward. I mean, it's, but it's also important to remember that some of us are moving forward with a, with a much heavier heart and a much more difficult time and that it's when I work in um, with with COVID bereaved, so people that have actually lost people with COVID, they one of the things that's been so striking to me, Gerilyn, is when they say things like, I wish I had the luxury of going forward and just knowing that I don't have to wear a mask at the grocery store or that I don't have to social distance or that I can go back to my office. For them, it's different. So moving forward is more about integrating how different their lives are and 
and not and, and and truly having to balance for them how much they subject themselves to um, news about COVID. Because if you think about it, if you've lost somebody to COVID and they're very, very close to you, it's hard to get away from the subject matter versus mm-hmm. if somebody in your family died of heart disease. You're not inundated every single day with heart disease. And so I, I'm being very sensitive and mindful that, yes, I'm ready to kind of get back, lean back into life, knowing that it, it's not our new normal, it's our difference. And that's, you know, the event that I have coming up, why we titled it Embracing the Different, because I think to, to strive to get back to our new normal can, can be complicating to people because Absolutely. what is normal? Right. What What's is normal? normal? I mean, exactly. We what define it individually at this normal? point. We really do. Exactly. And, and I'm glad you brought up the event because it's being held this Tuesday, June 14th at Mount Olivet Lutheran Church of Plymouth. And that's from 630 to 8 p.m. And tickets are still can still be purchased on Eventbrite. That's right, Gerilyn. And so on Eventbrite, and if you search um, Conversations with Kelly or... Um, embracing the different and we do have some tickets left we are because of covid we are limiting the amount of tickets so that we can keep a safe environment um, for people coming and it's the mount olivet in plymouth um, church really excited to get back into our live events it's been two and a half years and i'll tell you people are so excited to be in community again i want to reassure people we're going to do our best to keep the environment safe um, in terms of from the virus. But people right now, Gerilyn, are really needing to connect. And so we're going to be talking about I grief know and they loss. Are. We're going to be talking. Yeah. You know, and a lot are. of people are talking about grief and loss, by the way. Not just you, but so many others here in the great state of Minnesota. Now, this event will be held Tuesday. Again, that's this Tuesday, June 4th. 14th at Mount Olivet Lutheran Church of Plymouth. And that's from 630 to 8 p.m. Tickets can be purchased on Eventbrite. You do not want to miss it. Kelly, I am so glad that you joined us tonight. And I am so thrilled that you you are in this business. I hope I have you on again. So thank you so much. Sherilyn, thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.